Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Not that way, Goofus. Welcome, welcome to the daily podcast of the responsible restaurant owner. Welcome, everybody. And I hope that you like me are having a, a fantastic day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, if you are not, uh, well, uh, gosh, well, uh, it happens to me too. It happens to me too. Some days just, just don't go well. And I'm like, why? Why am I not feeling exactly the same way I felt yesterday? Yesterday was so amazing. And then uh, this friend of mine told me about this uh, pendulum effect. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's a Hindu approach saying that in whatever states of mind you are, you're just gathering enough energy just to move to the complete opposite different kind of feeling. Meaning when you are very happy, ultimately you will get to a point where your happiness is going to reach a peak and then you're going to move to a zone when you are not unhappy. And the same thing when you're sad, you're just generating momentum to actually be uh, definitely a little bit uh, happier. And... Um, Indian moms, actually, whenever part of the tradition, and I'm not going to go into the ethnical groups or whatnot, and sorry for my ignorance in giving proper referentials there, but uh, some Indian moms, when their kids start laughing a lot, they calm them down because they know that their peak in happiness is going to literally lead after that to swing toward the sad part because they're not going to feel that happy anymore, you know. So uh, the wisdom of this is always try to be within uh, the middle, equilibrium. Uh, try to always be a witness of all these emotions that are coming your way. And uh, that was the spiritual touch of the day. So welcome everybody to the daily podcast of the Responsible Restaurant Owner. What do we do here? We help people open and run their first successful restaurants. My mission is to help 300 restaurant owners, entrepreneurs open their first successful restaurants within the next five years. Where should I start, Sham? What should I do? I want to open a restaurant. It sounds so sexy, but uh, can I do it? Well, go to www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner.com. And if it's meant for us to spend some of your journey together, it will be my honor and my pleasure. And I look forward to hearing uh, from you. Uh, what should you do at the end of this podcast? Repost it. Repost it. You know, we're trying to build the community here. And uh, it is with your help, with your comments, with you putting a love comments or just clicking on that like button or that love button, depending on the platform you're listening to. It just helps me increase my reach. So don't hesitate. Uh, go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. You, you know you love it already. You know you do. Especially if this is not the first time you're listening. You definitely do. So let's, let's just get it out, out of the way. So guys, uh, today a pretty passionate topic. I woke up about it in the morning and I was like, man, I really want to talk about this. Uh, many... Young entrepreneurs contact me, tell me, Sham, you know, uh, school system is obsolete. Uh, why should I go to school, get into debt, you know, come out of it and be broke? Bill Gates did it, Elon Musk, so many geniuses in the world have dropped out of college. So one thing you need to know is we have to be logical here. It is not because... 0.00001% of the population had dropped out of college 
and became super successful that you're going to have the chances of doing that. Otherwise, you are taking a bargain when you're going to lose. And if you're going to be an entrepreneur, your success is not going to be to win every single hand, but to win more hands than the ones you lose. Now, for the defense, I always hear it, especially for the young kids. You know, right now I'm taking a sabbatical of one year in China, learning Kung Fu, uh, doing a childhood dream that I have, you know, and... Uh, and I really think this is the right time. You know, when you're in your late 30s, this is the right time to actually do this kind of journey. Because when you're younger, you know, you're still too thirsty and you're just looking for the pictures, the images. While I really think that this life is actually meant to be lived and felt from an internal standpoint. Meaning it's not all about fulfilling the senses, but literally trying to discover who we are as individuals and as a person within. And I'm surrounded by people that are way younger than me. I mean, there is people older than me as well. But, you know, I see these young kids and, you know, they think, oh, yeah, I prefer to travel the world and discover and see and do this and do that. And school is obsolete. You know, it doesn't guarantee a job. You know, nothing guarantees a job. There was a time, indeed, at the end of the Industrial Revolution where the school system was made in a way to create the workforce that is needed to fulfill the demand for jobs. And uh, if you go to school, you will be able to understand such concepts such as graphs, supply and demands. And uh, a graph, for example, as a, as a very simple thing, what is it? What is a graph? This is my first quiz question to all my lovely entrepreneurs thinking to drop everything. Going to school is going to help you comprehend lots of abstract concepts. You know, you're not just going to be a visual person. Do not get me wrong. I have friends of mine, I had business partners that dropped out of college, out of rebellion, and uh, they end up becoming very successful. But I don't think that they are as sharp as they ought to be. Like Meaning when we sit around the table, uh, their method, the, the way they present their ideas, uh, you can tell who went to school and who did not, who was formatted. And when I say formatted, it sounds pejorative. What does the word pejorative mean? Pejorative means that it sounds bad. Pejorative, P-E-J-O-R-I-T-I-F. And the people that uh, went to school are just, just easier for them to be understood by the mass of the group. Why? Because they have been trained. And this is the idea I want to share with you today, that going to school doesn't mean that you are a slave of the system and building that. This is your inner training. I do not remember 99% of the actual knowledge that I accumulated when I was going to college. Gosh, I can't remember 99% of the things I have done yesterday. I'm kidding, but <clears throat> memory is very weak, we forget. God has built us in a manner that we forget and remember throughout. And I'm sorry if, for taking the spiritual route there, but the truth of the matter is that you do not learn the knowledge. You learn the methodology, the approach. Yes, you're dealing with geometry, or you're dealing with political science, or you're dealing with business law, or you're dealing with theater. But it just tells you, teaches you ways you can approach something, ways you can resolve a problem. It's the methodology that you learn. And it's training for your brain. You know when you go inside this classroom, when you take this continual learning, when you go to this classroom and you have to pay attention, the teacher instructor is talking, you're making notes, 
This is an exercise of listening and using your own words to translate it into something that makes sense to you. The words that you're going to be writing down are going to be probably very different from the word that the teacher has used, but you're going to be able to resume their idea in words that are easy to grasp and understand for you. It's going to help you enhance your vocabulary. It's going to help you enhance your abstract concept. And those are going to be extremely helpful for your memory, for your cognitive skills. Here is the thing. Okay, if you tell me, Sham, hey, listen, I'm going to get out of school. I'm just going to build my dream. Well, I have friends of mine that have done it and they failed <clears throat> miserably. Why? Because due to lack of pressure. And I have lots of respect and uh, I'm very humbled. And, uh, you know, uh, you go to a country like Japan where they have the highest rates of suicide among high schoolers because of the high standards of excellence. But, you know, the rest of the world is actually pretty lenient. And everybody is all about, oh, yeah, just do the best you can. Just do the best you can. It doesn't matter about performance. It's all about participation. As long as you do your best effort, you get a star even for being last. You get a star just for being last. And the truth of the matter is that it's not. You know, when you get out there, if you just are there physically and uh, that's it, you're going to be the last one. And when the time is going to come to make smart decisions on who we should keep in the team, they're going to take uh, the one that has actually had the best grade. So, uh, you know, let's get out of the hippie zone and, and Jarastafari, Jaliv. But, uh, you know, it's going to come down to you need to be a, a productive member of society. And it doesn't mean for a corporation, but it just means for your community. If you decide to go and live in a farm or travel the world or anything like that, you're going to need to be of a certain help. And this college years, education time, is just going to train your brain so much at the competition zone. You're going to tell me, Sham, once again, hey, I want to get out and I want to study on my own. Okay. Uh, or I want to open my business on my own. People that are under pressure, people that have more responsibilities, get more things done. I can testify of that. And I really want to even invite you. Okay, you think you can drop out of college and do things, everything on your own? Stay in college, okay, and do some of it. I have this friend of mine, she wanted to launch a soap-making business. She was making these amazing soaps. They were amazing in smell, in taste, in quality. Uh, her marketing was brilliant. And she was like, oh my gosh, I have my calling in selling soaps and I'm going to drop out of college, I have a little bit of savings and I'm going to spend six months 24-7 and see how it goes. And the thing is that when she went out and that didn't have to wake up at a certain time, sleep at a certain time, uh, do homework, you know, she found that her productivity actually decreased. She was getting more things done for her business because every time she had limited time, she came to it with intensity. You cannot spend your time thinking about a problematic it all comes down to action and that's why sometimes when you stay in your head uh, without reminders of what you need to focus on what you need to get done you end up being distracted and when you end up being distracted your productivity gets done the ability to focus is also something you're going to train now if you want to if you think you can self-educate which is the argument that a lot of people are using. Hey, Sham, uh, I, I want to I wanna learn something on my own. Well, do it. Test yourself. You know, uh, test yourself for six months, a year. Learn a new language. And you're going to see that just the dynamics of being in a group, 
literally do enhance your performance. You can see Mishama can do it online. It's great, but I really think you're missing on the great college years. So that's pretty much what I wanted to share. Uh, <clears throat> sorry for rambling a little bit, but I'm very passionate about this, and I'm sure I forgot many points. Uh, oh yeah, one of them I do, I do also want to bring to your attention. You know, it's all about uh, self-expression nowadays. Nobody wants to conform. Nobody wants to have the discipline to stick to a practice. Yesterday, we were talking to this uh, Qigong master. He has been practicing Qigong, which is a Chinese-style meditation that has an amazing impact on your joints, on your ligaments. It's literally the secret to Chinese longevity. And it has to do pretty much in being in a still position. And being in that still position will help you cure your own body. But, you know, when we're talking about it, you know, at the dinner table, I was asking everybody, so what do you guys remember? And they talked about, uh, oh, yeah, opening the gates of perception. And they talked about, you know, longevity. But, you know, the main word that he repeated most than anyone, any other word was the practice. You can know everything you need to know. If you don't practice, if you don't take it into effect, it doesn't matter. It's like if you never learned it. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, talking about this desire, nowadays everybody wants to be special and unique and the matter of you know, self-expression, oh, I want to do it my way. But you know, it takes discipline. What about standards of excellence? You know, in order for you to become good at something, you need to practice it. Whether you want to be a boxer or you want to be a restaurant owner, it's a matter of doing it again and again and again. And the more you do it, the more you realize that the way you were doing it was completely incorrect or you're perfecting it, you're getting better at it. And that's one thing that you find a common point among all long-lasting entrepreneurs <clears throat> is I ask them, hey, what makes you do what you do for 20 years, 35 years? You know, this uh, setting up the table, this training people, this getting the catering, the marketing. It's like, well, I always keep on perfecting it. I always get better at it. The more I do it, the better I get at it. And when it gets to a point where I really think I perfected it, I notice that there is other rooms, other places that I need to perfect. And that's what I want to offer through this uh, responsible restaurant owner uh, platform, uh, community, classes, www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner.com. It's literally to share this little exercise that can be done uh, now, boss, here is the thing. My dear listener, thank you so much for being here. And by now, definitely repost. Come on, you can do it. Come on, push, push the repost button. And uh, <clears throat> you're going to end up doing whatever you want to do. And that can be a danger sometimes. Because sometimes it's just good to train yourself saying, hey, I'm going to do this program. I'm going to stick to it. It's going to challenge me. I may not like it. It may be uncomfortable, but I'm going to get it done. Why? Because it will train me to know that I can get things done when I put my mind into it. We spend our day changing our mind, remembering and forgetting. And uh, if you're like me and you want to gain that control, it's literally a matter of training. Uh, some trainings are easier than others. You know, physical trainings are definitely sometimes easier than mental training. But physical training do have the mental training. I remember this, this young lady who was with us in the academy. And she was like, well... Uh, I'm not welcome back home. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, my, my father-in-law uh, disagree with me traveling the world. Uh, he think he should be back in school. And I'm just like, well, r right there, this is a perfect example. It's not because he says that going to school is better than traveling the world that you're not welcome back home. 
And when you are young, when you're not that experienced, sorry, but you're going to end up making a lot of these logical fallacies, meaning you're thinking a certain way and your thinking is just plain wrong. If you tell me, Hisham, how can I learn more about logical fallacies? Google it and learn about it. And if it does, everything does not make sense to you very clearly on your own, this is one thing. It's not When you find something that you don't understand, that's like pretty much common English terms. It's not even, uh, you know, uh, rocket science. It's not even uh, chemistry. Uh, you know, it's not even uh, sciences. It's just like common English words. And you are reading a sentence and you're not able to read more than five or ten sentences in a row. You know, you have been living too much in the in the world of the senses. You know, that's why the gaming community are like booming nowadays. Don't get me wrong, I love gaming. But, you know, I have this amazing game called Life. And, and I love it, you know. And not only on the external side, in achievements in perceptions, in look, but also within, you know, like this, the thoughts within a thought. You know, when you're thinking about something and between two thoughts, there is another thought that pops up and that thought that pops up, you are not expecting, surprises you. Sometimes it may even make you feel uncomfortable. Don't you want to be able to master that? You know, and that's what true masters are, you know. Uh, I'm surrounded by uh, yogis, by uh, uh, tai chi, uh, masters, Qigong masters, uh, acupuncturist masters. And when you look at them, they have this kind of inner peace. You know, they're in peace within themselves. And that's the common points I found among all the successful people on the Silicon Valley. They radiate this kind of peace. They are very happy with the state of affair. Whether they're super wealthy or not, but it seems that they have found their purpose in life. And this is done just by getting out of your comfort zone. So that was it for today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you like me having a fantastic day. By now, can I get a heart? Can I get a heart? And until we meet again, remember the secret ingredient is love, baby. Love!